This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Did you see that segment on Fox, Laura Ingram's show with Dr. Asim, is it Mal Gotra, about the vaccine? How did this thing not go nuclear? Folks, this is serious stuff, what happened yesterday with the CDC putting this uh, now untested uh, without significant longitudinal data vaccine on your kid's schedule. I'm telling you, it's going to create a political revolution in this country. I said it yesterday. We've got a lot to talk about today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Privacy online, it's a right, not a privilege. Exercise it, get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show on this incredibly busy Friday. Big news, my show tomorrow night on Fox Unfiltered, 9 p.m. Uh, the great Carrie Lake will be on, gubernatorial candidate, conservative rising star on the show. First time, that should be fascinating. Uh, don't miss that, please. All right, we got that. I got that Fox segment. And uh, also, I warned you something about the January 6th committee. The, 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 the cojones, the moose nuts on this committee are now growing by the day. I told you what they were going to do, and now they're doing it. Uh, today's show brought to you by Relief Band. Listen, I, I had a rough time when I went through the whole, you know, chemo thing, which was not good. You get nauseous a lot. Uh, I had Relief Band, though. This was my actual Relief Band that got me through it. This thing works. Can't vouch for it strongly enough. My daughter uses it, too, when she gets a little nauseous on boats. When she goes out on boats, we live near the water here. Relief Band. It's the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband. It's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and more. I can tell you firsthand, Relief Band actually works. Whether you need everyday relief or just an occasional cure from nausea, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. It's like the name says, Relief Band is legitimately a band you wear on your wrist to give you relief from nausea. This is the Relief Band Sport. They're both really great. If you want a band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Can't vouch for it enough. We've got an exclusive offer just for Dan Bongino show listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So head to reliefband.com, reliefband.com, and use our code Bongino for 20% off plus free shipping. You had a lot of questions about this product. What was that product again, Dan? Relief Band. Dot com promo code Bongino. All right, Joseph, it's Friday, so let's go, man. It's Friday! Yeah. Yes, it is Friday, and we love Friday because I get kind of a weekend off. Not much yeah. this week. Yeah. Got a lot of busy stuff going on. We're going to be interviewing, uh, is that confirmed, Michael Rechtenwald? Awesome. We're going to do a special show on Monday on the podcast. You're going to love Michael Rechtenwald, who wrote the authoritative book about big tech surveilling you and the threat of digital ID and digital currencies. We're going to have him as a guest on Monday. I think this topic is so important. I'm like, we're just doing it. Do not miss the podcast on Monday. Okay. Did you see this segment on Fox? Uh, if you haven't, how this hasn't gone viral yet, uh, I don't know. A Dr. Asim Malgotra was on with Laura Ingram 
talking about the CDC yesterday voting to make this COVID vaccine uh, booster uh, part of the schedule for childhood vaccinations. Meaning states now, some of them may use this as an excuse to force your kids who are at very low risk from COVID hospitalization or serious illness or death, very low risk to take this thing in order to go to schools. Now, there's an election coming up. I had Dan Horowitz on my show the other day who drops COVID-19 truth bombs all the time. And Horowitz said something, Joe, I thought was interesting. Horowitz said, you know, if you're going to do it and you're going to screw us over, he said, I'm actually glad you did it now, CDC. Because now people have 18 days left to decide if they want radical leftist congressmen, senators, and governors in charge of their states and the federal government that could move to use this new childhood vaccination schedule to jam a needle in your kid's arm for a vaccine you may not want and may not need. You're going to do it. Do it now. Yeah, man. Do it right now. Yeah, he was right. I, I, I'm predicting now. We were ahead of the science on everything on COVID. We were ahead of it on the lab leak. We were ahead of it on the fallacy of lockdowns being effective. We warned about lockdowns hurting kids' education and causing depression. We warned you masks were ineffective. And we warned you to be skeptical about the vaccine's ability to stop transmission early on when they didn't have longitudinal data. And you know what? The gavel fell. We were right on all of it. I'm predicting we are going to be right again about side effects for this, which they have not factored in in a risk-reward calculus from the vaccine. Here's the doctor on Ingram talking about exactly this, what could potentially be the biggest medical scandal and science scandal in the history of the modern United States. Take a listen. Myocarditis is one issue. The other very good, clear data um, actually reveals that in people aged between 16 and, and 39, Israel data showed this, there was a 25% absolute increase in heart attacks and cardiac arrest, which wow. was associated with the vaccine, but not associated with COVID. This has now been replicated in Florida, a similar type of findings recently. Um, and that's why the general surgeon of Florida has come out and suggested that certainly people in that age group shouldn't be having the vaccine. But I've looked at that data, I've spoken to the researchers in Israel. And in fact, this signal of harm is for everybody even people over the age of 60, not to that degree. Well, doctor, let me, let me jump in here and just very quickly. Given what we know thus far, was this vaccine rolled out too quickly without adequate testing because of the global pandemic nature of things? I think yes. But Laura, I find it very difficult to believe that Pfizer senior exec executives and Pfizer scientists didn't know when it was being rolled out because they have access to the raw data, which we now know shows significant harm. It's likely they knew this, which means that it, I don't think it probably, with hindsight, and I'm sure an investigation will reveal this eventually, it probably should never have been rolled out in the first place. I mean, how, how does that clip not gone viral? Keep in mind now, there are a growing number of medical professionals, doctors, healthcare specialists, and scientists with expertise in this very specific area speaking out saying, stop, stop for a moment with the vaccine. Stop. Let's evaluate the science on a longitudinal basis using chronological time as we see what happened because you didn't see what happened in the beginning. We rushed this thing. I don't care who put it out there. The thing at this point, the facts, was clearly rushed, clearly.
If it wasn't rushed, it wouldn't need an EAU, an emergency use authorization. It could have gone through the standard channels. Granted, we had a significant problem, people dying from COVID. However, that's not an excuse to rush something that may cause problems later. You haven't factored into the initial risk calculus. That's called freaking science. I'm telling you, this is going to go down as one of the biggest public health debacles we've seen in American history. I am absolutely sure of it. Did I not turn it all the way down? No, I didn't. I'm like, gosh, I still hear something in the background. Folks, states and governors are standing up, however. States and governors, are. I saw uh, Bill Lee from Tennessee put out a statement yesterday suggesting that the schools were not going to uh, align with this schedule, forcing shots into kids' arms whose parents may not want them. But folks, I'm telling you, they're all, uh, they're all following along from the leadership down here of Governor Ron DeSantis, who strikes again. I said a long time ago, I get it, folks. There is unquestionably, uh, there is always going to be cheating in elections. I am against it if Democrats do it, if Republicans do it. But it's precisely because of moments like this with Ron DeSantis that I, in the strongest possible terms, Strongest, a 100% out of 100% strength in possible terms, tell you the idea that not voting, not voting as some kind of a tactic to stick it to the left because of voter fraud is insane. You would never have Ron DeSantis, who I'm telling you, governors around the country are just following his lead now. Here's Ron DeSantis on this new uh, CDC schedule suggesting kids should take this vaccine. But, you know, uh, under the age of 18, despite the risk. Check this out. There's been a lot of questions uh, to our office about uh, the CDC protect it, uh, potentially adding COVID vaccine to the childhood immunization schedule. And I know a lot of parents are concerned about that because if that's on the immunization schedule, the fear is that schools could potentially mandate your child to get a COVID shot even if that's not something that you want to do. So I just want to let everyone be clear, you know, as long as I'm around and as long as I'm kicking and screaming, uh, there will be no COVID shot mandates for your kids. That is your decision. Folks, elections matter. Ron DeSantis won by a sliver in his initial election against Andrew Gillum for governor here in Florida. I know I was here. I saw it. Elections matter. We can exist in two simultaneous universes. Okay. One where, yes, election fraud sadly exists, which dilutes effective legal votes. I get that. That doesn't mean your legal vote doesn't matter. It does. We can't give up. There's no giving up. You know, I, I, I don't want to get off topic here. I got a lot to get to. But I, I, I keep hearing this commercial on Fox. It, it aired for the first time uh, earlier this week. It's Rush Limbaugh, his uh, estate, David yeah, Limbaugh. And saw uh, that. his wife, Catherine. You heard it, Joe? They yeah. put out this at a spot. And you hear Rush Limbaugh. And I, I was sitting on the couch and I was... I was uh, messing with my, my phone, reading some Wall Street Journal stuff. And I hear Limbaugh's voice. And I got to tell you, folks, it got, I had goosebumps. I it was like, I mean, I'd, I'm in the slot Rush Limbaugh was in on the radio. And I've always been embarrassed by that. Like having to try to even semi-fill this guy's enormous shoes is embarrassing. Like the guy's the greatest radio host. I grew up a fan of Limbaugh. I mean, really, when I took the job, that occurred to me. Like, please just don't humiliate yourself, you know? And I heard him the other day, and the, and the Rush Limbaugh sound clip they, they chose to use in the commercial on Fox for this new book about Rush is, 
I'm never giving up. We're never giving up on the United States. And, you know, it reminded me that maybe it mattered more when Rush said it because he was so much more of a critical and important figure to the movement than I'll ever be. But I don't know why, you know, when I say it, you know, you all doubt me. I know I'm not Rush Limbaugh and I never will be, but this isn't just me virtue signaling to you. This is not the time to give up. There is no other place to go. We still have the greatest country on earth, and I am long in the United States. We have the greatest military, the greatest industrial capacity. We have the greatest number of entrepreneurial people. We have uh, universities. Even though many of them have gone woke, still produce incredible research. We can fix this thing. And damn it, I'm not giving up, and you shouldn't either. We need to fight this thing. And with people like DeSantis and Kerry Lake, we've got a bench. The Democrats don't. The Democrats' bench is Bernie Sanders, who's about uh, 2,000 years old. That's their bench. The guy's like a the Nosferatu. He's like a vampire. They, he's been around <laughs> since, uh, you know, since the Habsburg War. I mean, come on. This is how we uh, I'm long on the United States. And by the way, I'll tell you why. I said that intentionally coming up in a few minutes, too. Let me move on to the second story. I warned you. I'm watching them in live time. I warned you about the January 6th committee, and I'm watching the left in live time panic because I'm telling you we're winning. The explosive growth of True Social. I had Devin Nunes on my radio show yesterday, CEO over there. True Social, Rumble, the explosion of conservative websites, The Blaze, Breitbart, the popularity of Fox News, Newsmax, and other platforms. I'm watching in live time the left panic as they cannot any longer control the information. The panic is palpable. Right before I came up here, and we'll throw it in. Um, actually, Guy, I'm sorry to throw you for a loop, but that article I sent you about Twitter and Elon, can you throw that up? I'm sorry, folks. I, we just I, Sometimes things change right before the show. Sorry about that. But right before I came upstairs to record the podcast, I said, Guy, add this to the show. Here, you want to hear their panic? Bloomberg. This is from uh, yesterday. Twitter tumbles after the United States weighs security reviews for Musk deals. <laughs> oh. I'm watching, this is real, I'm watching the panic in live time. Kanye West buying Parler, Twitter uh, being purchased by Elon Musk, the explosion in true social, millions of users, Rumble, tens of millions of people watching video there monthly outside of YouTube. So what do they do? Now they're sicking the United States government and national security review on Elon Musk and Twitter. The panic in live time is palpable. Why are you saying, I'm not celebrating and I'm not laughing. I'm simply telling you they wouldn't be panicking if we weren't over the target. There's going to be rough times ahead. We are going to have to plow through these obstacles. But once we get through, I promise you, man, there's sunlight on the other side. There is sunlight on the other side. I know it. Limbaugh was right. Listen to him. If you don't want to listen to me, I get it. I'm not Limbaugh. But man, that guy was in the business 30 years. Listen to him. We are going to come out of this on the other side. But before that, we're going to have to deal with them doubling down on their tyranny. And they're doing it right now. Their tyranny, their censorship, and their thuggery. Here's what I mean. This January 6th committee. Guys, did we not warn? We not warn? I'm, I told you what the January 6th committee was. If you think it has anything to do with January 6th, uh, you probably believe the vaccine mandate had something to do with science and the vaccine too. It has nothing to do with January 6th. The January 6th committee had three purposes which you can go back and listen to my shows from the minute it was founded. I told you this. Number one, keep Donald Trump off the ballot by subjecting him to endless investigations and hopefully arrest. Number two, scare Republican activists and donors 
anyone who was in and around Donald Trump uh, during that post-election period, you're all subject to subpoena and FBI investigations at some point. It's not going to happen to everyone, but as many people have found out with the FBI showing up at their door, the January 6th committee is the nexus of all of this, right? And third, to interfere in the midterm elections. I Sometimes I pray I'm wrong, but I wasn't. This is one of those obstacles we're going to have to plow ahead against and get through election day. Look at this article by James Freeman, the Wall Street Journal. Point number three, the January 6th committee, one of their biggest purposes was to interfere in the coming elections. Look at this crap. Freeman wrote a piece in the journal. January 6th committee doubles as a November 8th committee, election day. Get a load of this one. Lee Zeldin. You know who Lee Zeldin is? You should. Lee Zeldin is the GOP nominee for governor in the state of New York. Lee Zeldin is also a United States congressman at the federal level. So, Joe, you know what? This is one of your weird, one of your very weird moments. So it's it's strange. This uh, political, you know, throw the political piece up, if you would. This political piece surfaces about poor Guy. He had them all nice. I know what I'm doing the whole show. He's like, bro, get it together. So this political piece and other piece services about Lee Zeldin uh, closing the gap significantly in the New York governor's race. Hochul's lead, Narrows versus Zeldin polls show. Look at the date of that, October 18th. It is now uh, October 21st. And Joe, weird. All of a sudden, Lee Zeldin's texts about uh, Trump post-presidency to Mark Meadows, Trump's former chief of staff. Go back to that journal article. All of a sudden, they leak. Gosh. Weird. Weird. So James Freeman writes, not everybody wants this election to be decided on the issues voters care about. This week, a New York Sun editorial stated, Congressman Zeldin's jump in the polls in the governor's race looks like it spooked the Democrats, including the salons of the January 6th committee. How else to explain the committee's apparent attempt to intervene in the election by leaking Zeldin's text with President Trump's chief of staff? The leak comes as the race is tightened to a degree. Real clear politics reckons now to be a toss-up. So strange how this keeps happening. So strange, too, how we keep warning about this stuff and it keeps coming true and I keep wishing it was wrong and it wouldn't come true. I told you what the point of this committee was. There is sunlight on the other side. We are going to burst through the wall. I know it. The United States and the people here will never accept tyranny. We just won't. The people here are just different. American exceptionalism is a real thing. Deny it at your own peril. It is a very real thing. But we are going to have to deal with some heavy obstacles ahead. And the front line, of course, uh, warriors on this tyranny, growing tyranny, censorship, and thuggery, sadly, has been the leadership and ma many, sadly, agents as well with the FBI. I'm going to get to that story in a minute. Uh, it just a, a story that, again, is hard to get your arms around. Just how, how, how horrible, horribly, I should say, the FBI has failed America. Uh, let me get to this first. Our friends at We the People Holsters. You hear me talk about We the People Holsters. They've been a sponsor for a long time. They're a great company. They've been with me forever. We the People Holsters has been a partner of the show. They don't just do holsters. This is mine, actually. This is my actual We the People holster, blazing with We the People there for my Glock 43. Fits nice and snug in there, but they don't just do holsters. You see me wearing their shirts on the show a lot, too. I get emails all the time. Dan, where do you get your shirts from? We love your shirts. Most of them are from We the People holsters. Their shirts are a world above the rest. They're high quality. They have the most patriotic and pro-Second Amendment designs out there, and all of their shirts are made in the USA down to the cotton. 
We're talking cotton grown in America, shirts sewn in America, printed in America, and shipped right to your door. Listen, it doesn't get any more American than that, folks. Check out their line of American-made shirts at wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Use code. Here's a promo code. We all love promo codes. Dan25. That's Dan25 to save 25% of your order. While you're there, check out their complete line of custom printed holsters. Cool one here. The revolutionary Freedom Holster platform and their industry-leading gun belts are the best in the business. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. We, the people, holsters.com slash Dan. Offer code Dan25. That's Dan25. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. So again, one of the obstacles we're going to have to burst through to get to that sunlight on the other side. I mean, it sounds dramatic. I'm not a poet, folks. I'm just trying to make a point here that I am not, I heard that Limbaugh thing and it touched me. This is not the time to panic. It's the time to act is we are going to have to clean up the FBI or disband it. There is no other option. We need a new church committee. The FBI has completely failed America. And a lot of people are speaking out now. It's not just me. James Galliano, uh, I like, I like James. He writes some good stuff. Wrote a piece in the New York Post just the other day. Uh, it's in my newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter. If you'd like to sign up, it's free. And read this article. It's right there. Again, hard, hard to believe, but not hard to believe. The FBI Agents Association rewarded special agents who took a knee in front of BLM, proving the rot just isn't at the top. It's not. I am not doing this rank and file thing anymore. I was a rank-and-file agent who decided to act. I am grateful that whistleblowers like Stephen Friend and Kyle Serafin and others have come forward to blow the whistle on the FBI. I'm hearing there are more out there. So there are still patriots left. But the fact that the counterterrorism special agent in charge hugged these special agents who genuflected in front of their Marxist BLM gods and then the Agents Association gave them a gift card as an attaboy? You know, Joe, you're old enough to remember, and I'm, I'm close to it, when the FBI was fighting Marxism and communism because it was an ideological enemy of the United States. I, 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 yeah. I still read, a, read, a, read about that stuff in like history books and stuff. Yeah. You can actually go look. They were revered. They were, yes, they were at one time. Now we're bowing in front of our Marxist anti-American anti-freedom, anti-liberty gods. No, 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 Dan, that's, that's not right. They were bowing and kneeling and genuflecting and putting their faces in front of the ass of BLM, not Marxists. Oh, really? Now, it's an FBI, right? They're supposed to be the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Maybe they can investigate this. This is the head of BLM, Patrice Cullors, telling everyone that they're basically a Marxist group. You know, Marxism, the exact opposite of liberty and freedom in a constitutional republic. 
the idea that tyrannical government should hold power and subjugate those beneath them. Marxists who've declared freedom and liberty the enemy of their system, i.e. the United States, their enemy. You know, the FBI is a federal bureau of investigation. Maybe before you get on a knee and kiss the ass of BLM Marxists who are enemies of the United States, you should do some investigating and maybe check this video out. Just an idea, folks. Check this out. I really encourage people to study political education. Uh, something our movement is lacking deeply is the people's uh, having a deeper understanding of why we're in the place we're in in the first place and different theories and models around organizing. Uh, I'm a trained organizer, I was trained in Marxist theory, um, and I think we need to be training in multiple theories. And so I would really encourage uh, folks to, to study, study groups. Um, uh, uh, base, base your practice and theory, um, right? Practice. Yeah, so bizarre how the Federal Bureau of Investigation gets on a knee to kiss the ass of a group founded by a Marxist. Marxism, which is the sworn enemy of liberty and freedom, i.e. the United States. So strange how they can't seem to figure that out. Get on your knees, boys and girls, and kiss their asses. And then get an attaboy gift card from the Agents Association and a big hug from the sack of counterterrorism, who you would think would be investigating the very Marxists trying to overthrow and destroy the United States. Just throwing that out there. Again, what are the obstacles we're going to have to plow through to get back to a constitutional republic where everybody's God-given rights are respected? I saw this story at the Federalist, too. I just want to throw in there. Just more icing on the cake, again, of why the FBI is a completely, completely destroyed. Destroyed that their integrity, the FBI's integrity with the American people is gone. It's just, it's gone. It needs to be disbanded. Federalist, L. Uh, L Purnell, you can read this again in my newsletter. The FBI's announced indictments of 22 pro-life protesters. Wow, that's interesting. How many of those uh, pregnancy center fire bombers have they indicted? The answer is a big donut. That's a zero, an egg, an O, whatever you'd like to call it, a circle, zero. Tell me again how the FBI is a serious law enforcement entity and not a bunch of political bouncers for the left. Tell me again so I can laugh at you in your face. It's only a matter of time, by the way, before they come knocking on our door or someone else's door. I'm, con I'm convinced. I'm absolutely convinced. You don't need to have a crime committed anymore. But Dan, you didn't commit any crimes. It doesn't matter. They investigate people in search of crimes. They're not looking for crimes in search of people. You got it? That's clear. And by the way, everyone listening to the show has broken some law. Don't laugh. The mattress tag thing is true. Under federal law, you've seen the mattress tag? Oh, they would never do that. Really? Uh, they never prosecute anyone for the Logan Act either, and they never raided a president's home either. Tell me again how they're not going to do things. Yeah, please, tell me again so I can laugh in your face. Still the liberals, not to our good conservatives, sorry. Despite all this, folks, I said in the beginning, and I mean it, that Rush thing really touched me. I am long on the United States. Long. For all you financial people, you know what long versus short means, right? You're long. It means you believe the stock market's going to go up. You want to lock in a low price to buy stocks at now so you don't have to buy more expensively later. If you're short, you take the opposite approach. You want to be able to sell at a price. I am long. I am a business guy. I love economics. 
I am infatuated with finance and economics. I can't tell you that enough. I love a couple of things on planet Earth. Maybe five or six. Parents, spouse, kids. But I love me some economics. And I'm telling you right now, man, I love this country. And I am long in the United States. There is not, we are about to turn a corner. I am sure of it. Why? Because despite the left's attempts to censor, silence, and use thuggery to intimidate us, quiet us, beach ball underwater, push us underwater. I got a question about that later, by the way. And crush us. It is not working. Matter of fact, not only is it not working, the attempt to silence us on the vaccine, on, on political censorship, on, uh, on, on the, the, the current threat to democracy, liberals press, on the media, liberals are present. It's, uh, it's backfiring completely, completely. This article's in the newsletter. It, please spread it around. David Strom, hot air. 59% of voters think the mainstream media is, quote, a major threat to democracy, according to a New York Times poll. Here, it gets even worse, Joe. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. So six out of 10 people, despite the media lying to you every day and trying to silence conservatives, trying to silence the uh, questions about elections, trying to silence the science, despite the media trying to crush us. It is six out of 10 people who think the media is the threat to democracy, which is absolutely true, by the way. But it gets worse. It gets worse. How could it get worse than six out of 10 people believing the media is a major threat to democracy? How about this? Fully 84% of registered voters name the mainstream media as a threat to democracy. A threat. You're talking about over eight in 10 people who, despite the media's attempts to categorize us as a threat to democracy, they see them for who they are and have in turn categorized them as the threat. Eight in 10, more than eight in 10. This is great. It gets better. This is among voters who think democracy is under threat at all, which amounts to 71% of people in the poll. If people don't think is democ- if people don't think democracy is uh, under threat, they were not asked this question. No other issue or group even comes close to being seen as this great a threat to the union and the media. Easy to laugh. Yeah, by the way, that's I totally missed that. That's such a good point. Did you catch a joke? He goes, I love it even more. It's a New York Times poll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. That is a good point. Folks, we are winning. Chest out, chin up. Keep fighting. Tough times ahead, no doubt. But tough times make tough men and tough men make good times. You've heard it before. No need to panic. Listen to Rush. He's been doing this. He's been doing this a lot longer than I have. Don't believe me. That's fine. If you don't believe me, it's okay. Believe him. 30 years of experience. God rest his soul. Media had one job to give us the facts. And they completely blew it. And people have entirely disavowed these idiots. And it is Freaking glorious to see. All right. I've got a video of Joe Biden coming up next. Uh, Again, another bright spot here. We have a bench. They don't. Their bench is Bernie Sanders, Nosferatu, Stacey Abrams, who thinks she's the governor of Georgia, who's convinced that high voter turnout means voter suppression. And then Joe Biden, who can never figure out where he's supposed to go on stage when his speech ends, despite being told repeatedly what to do. Folks, Genucel, 
I began using GenuCell's most popular package recently. Went to get a facial and a technician said I have impeccable skin. And she's seen 20-year-olds that don't have skin as nice as mine. Who's that, me? No, it's not me. It's Julia from Arlington, Texas, who was blown away by the results she saw from GenuCell. It's not just Julia, folks. My mother-in-law uses the products, too, and she loves them. She looks amazing. It's truly a great founder story, too. All the products by GenuCell are formulated by the founder. In fact, the very first product was created simply as a favor to a customer in his pharmacy. Now see the results for yourself. With GenuCell's most popular package, just like Julia, for a limited time, every most popular package is 70% off, plus you'll get GenuCell's customer favorite hyaluronic acid correcting serum free. GenuCell's most popular package treats tens of millions of everyday skin problems like wrinkles, dark spots, dry skin, sagging jawlines, and even those annoying bags and puffiness for men and women just like you. And with its immediate effects, GenuCell guarantees results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. Visit GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L. GenuCell.com slash Dan. For a limited time, your most popular package order includes complimentary, complimentary gift set with your subscription plus free express shipping. GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com slash security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Okay, this is great. This is a segment I'm most looking forward to. A little lighter on a Friday, but still important. I am long on the country. The anti-American left that hates this place has no bench. Who's your bench? Beto? Robert Francis? About to get smoked in another election? Maybe I'll take a skateboard on stage or something. Look at me. I'm the cool guy. Stacy? Stacy Abrams? Thinks she's the governor of Georgia who keeps getting crushed in court cases and humiliated as voter turnout in Georgia explodes. But don't worry. First, this is it. This is be thankful for weak opposition. Be thankful. And your opposition cannot get any weaker. You've got idiots in the mainstream media nobody trusts and terrible politicians on the left. Here's Stacey Abrams. Thinks she's the governor of Georgia insisting. That record early voter turnout in Georgia. Folks, we're in a midterm, obviously. The turnout has been so high that it actually resembles that of a presidential election. There are only, there's, I think it was something like 410,000 a few days in people who had voted in the presidential, Joe. And the midterm now, they're at like 390. Do you, do you understand like what, that is insane. Yeah. The voter turnout is off the charts for a midterm. But don't worry. State uh, race hoaxer Stacey Abrams, who insists like Joe Biden that the voter ID law in Georgia is a voter suppression tool, uses high voter turnout as an evidence of voters not turning out in suppression. If you're trying to explain that to yourself and scratching your head, that's because you're a sane person. Check this out. Yesterday, we saw record turnout for early voting. Yes, we should be excited. But let's remember what that means. It does not mean that voter suppression doesn't exist. That's like saying that there are no more sharks in the water because more people get in. We know that voter suppression is alive and well in Georgia, but we're stronger, we're faster, and we're better than it, and we are going to bring it, and we're going to win this election. Uh, uh, I don't even know how to respond to that analogy. 
Keeper no, has a really good point, Joe. Here's the, here's their other bench. Their bench is Kamala, uh, Kamala, uh, Kamala and uh, and Buttigieg. That's their bench. That's their bench. This is like the Z team. So the analogy is amazing. So voter turnout reaches record levels. Stacey Abrams is again deliriously and insanely suggesting that means voters are being stopped from voting, even though no, not a single person has yet to come forward in Georgia and claim they weren't allowed to vote. Not one, not one. And voter turnout is blowing away records. There's not even like a close second. And yet this lunatic is out there. She goes, it's like saying there's no more sharks in the water because people are in the water. Um, No, it's like saying there's no more sharks in the water because you're in a freaking swimming pool. Too much stupid on the field. Replay first down. Thank you. Referee Armacos. Perfect time. <laughs> that is, that's not even, that's like, I don't even know what roughing the passer is. That's like a tw- an unheard of 25 yard penalty. <laughs> and not only first down, it's like you have perpetual first downs for the rest of the game. There will be no more. For, that's how dumb that is. But that's Stacey. This is the bench. This is the bench. Smile. Like that horror movie. Smile a little bit. Except this is good news, not bad news. Here's more good news. Not only is their bench weak, the guy in charge now is potentially the dumbest human being. Not that he is in my un- unquestionably the dumbest human being. I don't think ever to walk in the Oval Office. I think to ever be elected into a political position. Well, I don't know. I don't know that Hank Johnson, the Guam tipping over guy. Oh. I, I don't know, Joe. That's a that's the him and Biden. That's neck and neck. Well, definitely. Let's just stick with what we know for now because precision matters. Unquestionably, the dumbest human being to ever walk into the Oval Office. Here he is again on stage. Sorry if you're listening. You'll hear hail to the chief in the background, but I'll describe it for you afterwards. It's short. Here's Biden on stage again, appearing perplexed at where to go and what to do, despite the fact that I've told you repeatedly, I did this for a living, Secret Service advance work. They are told precisely what to do after the speech. You will exit stage left. You will work rope line right to left. You will walk backstage through yellow curtain. He never knows what to do. Why? Because he's cognitively impaired and he forgets. The guy, the evidence is everywhere. Ignore it at your own peril. You're making yourself look foolish. That's why nobody trusts the media. Here, watch for yourself. Folks, again, this it's not I, I, I on on my on everything that matters to me. And this guy is his finger on the nuclear codes, and we're running the risk of a black swan incident, which I'll get to in a second, too. It's actually our next story. It believe me when I tell you, it gives me no satisfaction whatsoever. Oh Biden, oh, Biden's oh Biden. Oh Biden's ideas are bad enough. It's you know, they all believe in the same crap, right? It's true. They're, they're like one right after the other. That we can fight and win on the ideas. The man is clearly, clearly cognitively compromised. It's not even a question anymore. The examples are everywhere. If it was one or two things, all right, people get confused. He does this every time. He forgets where to go, what to do. And yes, he is told what to do. I was there. No media idiot's going to lecture me on it. Here he is again, telling fibs, making up fairy tales. The guy just cannot stop lying. So we've got a guy who's a liberal lunatic, who's cognitively impaired, who has almost a sociopathic tendency to lie about every single detail of his life. Here he is telling a 
repeatedly discredited Fib that his grandfather, again, was some kind of all-American football player. He's told this story again and again. It's just fake. He's just making it up. Check this out. My grandfather, Finney Grimms, can't really be proud of me right now. No, I'm not joking. He would. By the way, he's an all-American football player, John, in Santa Clara. Um. Okay, uh, he wasn't. And what's the key? Joe, did you catch the Yes, I the caught take? the tell. Yes, I did. What he said, the tell. Sorry, yeah, the poker tell. Yeah. He says it's not a joke. Yeah. Whenever Biden is lying about something, he says it's not a joke. He says it's not a joke because I think in his head he knows he's making it up and he feels like he has to defend against the fallacy in a kind of preemptive, pretextual way. He's almost like the reverse British debating method. The British debating method where you say, my opponent's about to say this, but and it kind of mutes him. It's the reverse. He knows in his head that you're suspect of everything he says. So he has to tell you it's not a joke, knowing you think it's a joke. That's Biden. Here he is lying again. He's asked a question yesterday at an event. And the thing about Biden is he's so mentally fragile. This guy has an inflated sense of who he is. Remember him with the Florida guy, uh, fellas? Nobody Fs with a Biden. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, people I know who are tough and smart don't talk like this because they don't need to say it because people just know. Weak, pathetic, shallow, egotistical maniacs who are really insecure, like Joe Biden, constantly have the need to tell you how wonderful they are. A reporter asked him, hey, how come nobody wants you around on a campaign trail? Watch how pissed off he gets. Oh, people want me around? 16 people have asked. 16? Call Robert up a good point on Fox. There's about 600 candidates running across the country for various positions, <laughs> and 15 of them want you. You're the president of the United States, and you're proud of that? Here, watch this fragile, shallow little man get so insulted when he finds out nobody wants him around. Check this out. Sir, why don't more candidates want to be seen in public with you like Mr. Better? Did you wear a suit? Where did you buy it at? What are you talking about? Tim Ryan in Ohio said he doesn't want you there. Warnock said wouldn't say. Do you think they're making a mistake? No, they're by 16 there. I've already gone in for yet, and a lot more asked. Another 20 or so. I'm going to be going in. This shallow, pathetic little man. You see how insulted he is that nobody wants him around? I'm Bibionia. He has uh, he, yeah, what, what does he say at the end, Joe? The last words were, I'm, I'm a Bibionia. I'm a Bibionia. So, so before the show, Joe's like, Dan, I played this thing like 50 times, and I'm cutting it, and I'm trying to figure out what he says at the end because, of course, it's a word sound, and Joe figured it out. He <laughs> says he's a Bibionia. What a Bibioni is, a I have no freaking idea. It's, I have no idea uh, about anything this guy says. Either, either does he. That's why he's confused walking off stage. But listen, just quickly, uh, folks, obviously, you know, it, it, this is serious stuff. I mean, the guy has his finger on the nuclear codes, yeah. can start a nuclear war. And I've told you I'm extremely concerned about a black swan event, an event that has an extremely low probability of happening, you know, less than 1%. But the consequences of the event are devastating i.e. like the chances of a plane crash are low, but we should really take it seriously because if it happens, you're dead. Well, Black Swan Events, thank you to Corey, a friend of ours of the show who emails stories sometimes. He said, Dan, you keep talking about Black Swan Events that could lead to World War III and nuclear war. He goes, look at this one. And he's right. This is from just yesterday. United Kingdom says a Russian aircraft fired a, mis fired a missile near a British spy plane over the Black Sea. But don't worry, Joe. They say it's just an accident oh. and not a deliberate escalation. Oh, okay. Man. Man. Thank God. Just an accident, fellas. No worries. That's... <laughs> right? Wow. Thank God. I mean, seriously. I'm... Thank God. 
that they, folks, you understand like every one of these accidents increases the probability that much more of a black swan catastrophic international nuclear war, which wipes out the earth. Maybe it's something we should be worried about with this numb nuts in the White House. Just an idea. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. I got questions, and then I've got uh, Piers Morgan, who was on uh, Tucker's show last night. I got to tell you, really disappointed me. I mean, talk about repeating leftist talking points or just being fundamentally confused about basic economics. It was just a really shocking appearance. I was, I was watching it last night. I, I true socialed and tweeted about it last night immediately. Uh, iTarget Cube. I get tons of feedback about iTarget. It is the laser round that you buy at itargetpro.com. You can train with your firearm in the safety and security of your own home, folks. You got to be proficient with your firearm. To have one and not be able to use it is useless. For years, you heard me talk about iTarget. If you have one, you probably love it because I read all your feedback on it. And they're about to take you to the next level. They have a new product you need to get. You ever seen competitive shooters, how they practice timing drills on the range? Well, imagine being able to do that at home anytime you want and never spending a dime on ammo. That's what the iTarget Cube does. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser rounds. You can buy one or upgrade to a three-pack for a truly unique training experience. Compete with friends, practice clearing drills, or use random mode to test your ability to react all while the system times every shot you take. It's amazing. It's a really, really awesome training system. Right now, save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code DAN. When you go to itargetpro.com, that's the letter I, I-T-A-R-G-E-T, itargetpro.com. Itarget comes in most calibers from 9mm to two two three, so you can train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. That's the letter, itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Use offer code DAN. You're going to love this system. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. All right, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. You know, this isn't personal. I don't, I don't know Piers. I know he works over at Fox where I work. Um, but, you know, that's the thing at Fox. A lot of people have different opinions on a lot of things, and that's fine. That's cool. That's the way, you know, the media should work. Unfortunately, CNN and MSNBC haven't gotten a memo. But uh, Piers was on Fox last night, uh, again, either spouting leftist talking points about what happened in the United Kingdom. I promise this is relevant to you. Please don't go anywhere. Some of you, oh, foreign policy sucks. This is important. He's either spouting leftist talking points or he's confused about what happened in the UK. Check this out. I thought from the start that she was utterly useless and she's now turned out to be indeed utterly useless, mainly because, and you, this might sound familiar to you, Tucker, about what's been going on in America. She made extremely grandiose promises and pledges about fixing the economy, about unifying the country, you know, about she was going to fix everything that was wrong with Britain. And of course, Within about three weeks, she launched a series of measures, unfunded, uh, slashing taxes everywhere, which is great if you can fund it. Uh, she couldn't. The markets reacted horrifically. The pound had a run on it against the dollar, almost leading to parity. Interest rates rocketed. And it was very quickly clear she didn't know what she was doing. Okay, here we go again. So Liz Truss, who 
shamelessly folded, who came in as a conservative, as prime minister in the UK 44 days ago, came in and said, we need to get back to Reaganomics and Thatcher economics, which saved the global economy in the 1980s. Productivity, cutting taxes, getting government spending under control. Of course, I guess Piers doesn't like that stuff, and neither do other leftists out there. So what did they do, Joe? They sabotaged Liz Truss and then blamed the market failures that they caused on her. And everybody's out there repeating the talking points, which is going to happen here, too. The lesson, they're trying to tell American conservatives. I'm telling you, this is why this story, I've been on it for three days. This happened right before the American election here. As a message to conservatives that if you get in power and you try to cut taxes and control government spending, we're going to do the same thing to you. Now, they're like, yeah, but the the British pound crashed after Liz Truss got into office. No, the pound crashed because the United States raised interest rates at a higher rate than they did with the Bank of England and the UK pound. As reported, by the way, by Yahoo Finance, no bastion of right wing conservatism. Pound falls below 113 after U.S. Fed and Bank of England rate hikes. We hiked ours 0.75. They hiked theirs 0.5. All right, Joe, we're going to do a basic test here. So you're going to get return on your money, right? You want to see why the British pound crashed? This is a a really complicated examination we're going to give here. So you're going to get a return on your money. Do you want 75 points, uh, 0.75 of a return on your money? Or do you want the lesser 0.5 as a return on your money? Just if you need a minute, again... Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. We have time. What, what this is pretty tough, but I want the, uh, the, the 0.75 baby. Yeah. Give you want the me. 0.75. That's a hard okay. One. That's uh, that's yeah, it's very hard. So that's why the pound crashed folks. But of course they had to blame it on Liz trust because she wanted to cut taxes, which are what they're going to do here. Now it gets worse. Uh, as you can see from AP, uh, UK inflation accelerates to a 40 year high as food prices rise. Wow. That's kind of strange. Did Liz trust do that too? You know, it's weird because inflation in the UK, because they can't get a hold of their economic condition because they're printing money and not raising interest rates to dry it up. Their inflation is actually worse than it is in the United States, as Forbes reported themselves. Look at that. UK inflation, 40-year high of 10.1. US inflation was 8.5 at the time of this. Strange, huh? Strange how Andrew Bailey, by the way, the Bank of England, one of the... uh, central bankers over in England, you know, the central bank that caused most of this problem by printing all this money in the UK, just like the Fed printed money here. Weird how Liz Truss criticized him and was trying to come into office to reinstitute Reaganomics and Thatcher economics and economic liberty and freedom. And Andrew Bailey and the Bank of England, which caused this problem, they wanted revenge against Truss. And there's peers out there. Oh, she know what she's doing. Here, Wall Street Journal, how Britain's Andrew Bailey got his man. Pierce should read these articles. Maybe he can teach himself something about economics. Mr. Bailey may have been taking revenge against trusts who criticized the Bank of England for its slow response to inflation as she ran to be the conservative party leader this summer. You should read that, Pierce. Check that out sometime. Be really great. All right, we're going to get to, I'm going to have to save that story for Monday, Guy. I know you love it, but we'll get to it soon. There's a New York Times story about dogs and social justice we'll get to it on monday it's worth your time or tuesday maybe. but it's time for now questions for dan all right question one is from at crispy bones hope your bones aren't crispy 
Hey, Dan, I watch your show because your frustration with the left parallels mine. I find myself specious uh, like you do. Do you take any supplements that help calm the rage? Um, good question. Uh, no, I, I do sometimes take supplements to help me sleep at night. Uh, I'm uh, a lot of these, uh, some of these like hydroxy trip HTP products can be pretty decent. I try not to take them too often though. But uh, the reason I don't take anything to calm the rage is because you know, that, that, that's like softening yourself, you know, remember, you know, soft men and weak men make for bad times. I, I, I choose to kind of feel it like all of it, you know, people in my family who have a problem with drugs have done that because they were angry at themselves or others and needed to soften it. So no, I don't do that. Hey, Dan at stroke thriver. If you if you had to choose only one source for news, uh, what would you choose? Could be TV, print, podcast, or whatever. I mean, it's pretty simple. It sounds self-serving, but it's not. Uh, BonginoReport.com. I mean, it's not a thing we got into for the money. Believe me, there's very little money in that kind of stuff. But that's our news aggregator. Uh, it's not a plug. I mean, take it for what it's worth. But we put a lot of work into putting together the best stories. And unlike Drudge, we categorize them just simply into like national security, economics, culture wars, sports. And there's like a health and fitness section too. So I go there every time I get my show ready a lot. So, but thanks for the question. Hey, Dan, at Baker's Eye, knowing DC like he should, was it not possible for John Durham to change venues out of DC? You know, I, I, I think it was. I think he was going to be denied. But folks, I really believe the Durham investigation at this point isn't really designed to get any criminal convictions, which is disappointing. I'm serious. I think Durham's investigation into the collusion hoax was designed for one thing. That's to get on record what the FBI did for a church committee later. I'm, I'm convinced now that's what that was about, to get them all under oath in a courtroom. Uh, at Napalm831, these names. Hey, Dan, you could write a constitutional amendment to curb the corruption of Congress. What elements would it need to address? Well, Levin's got a great book, The Liberty Amendments. You can uh, read a few great ideas. But uh, the one I would want instituted right away is a balanced budget amendment. Folks, you have to understand, like, all of our problems, whether it's central bankers printing money to pay for profligate Washington, D.C., Washington, D.C. paying itself off through pork barrel deals, insider trading, all this stuff derives from the fact that they can spend money that they don't have with seemingly no limits. And then the inflation that results from it comes out of your pocket, not theirs. A balanced budget amendment to me would be number one. If I could institute it tomorrow, I would. Hey, Dan, I'm seriously considering running for city council. Good for you. Problem I have in my city, it's heavily favored for the Dems. When you ran for your first office, how did you get your name out as an unknown? Ryan 06516. Listen, uh, that's really hard to do, to get name, what they call name ID in politics. And the problem uh, with name ID is during a political primary, there's no party distinction. Name ID is everything. In other words, if you're running in a primary in the Republican side, they just list the names. Joey Bag of Donuts, John Smith, Joe Brown. Doesn't say anything next to it. Doesn't say this guy's the most conservative. So if they don't recognize your name, you're never going to win. That's the problem. It's the primary. It's not the general. You know why? In the general, even if nobody recognizes your name, 99% of people listening to the show are going to vote for you because you're the Republican. How do you get your name out? How did I do it with no money? Sign waving? I would go to the busiest intersection every town with a big sign said Dan Bongino for Congress or for Senate. You can see the pictures. 
they're still up on my old Facebook page and my, uh, my Instagram account. I remember and knock it. I remember you seeing remember you uh, on the other side of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge a, a number That's, of times. Right when you, you got off the bridge, you never told me that. You saw me, yeah, man, a few times. That you never told me that. Yeah, yeah. I I used to yeah the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, one of the busiest bridges in all of Maryland. Where I would sit with a team at the base of the bridge with big signs, Bongino, jobs not taxes. It worked, folks. A lot of people were like, oh, yeah, I saw you. See, I didn't even know that. We didn't. That's not a setup, folks. Good to know. Thanks for telling me. That. And I knocked on a lot of doors. I knocked on 7,000 doors myself. Um, maybe I think 5,000. I want to uh, maybe 5,000. But my team knocked on 55,000 doors. It matters. Hey, Dan, you use the beach ball of freedom analysis often. I did before. I agree. But can't they just knife the ball? Are we hearing a hissing sound? Well, of course, folks. I mean, they could nuke the town you live in with the beach ball in it and a pool in it, too. Um, it's, an, it's an analogy. KRH Guard 71. It's an, I mean, it's just an analogy, of course. All right. Next set it. Oh, it is? Oh, I'm sorry. KRH Guard 71. Hey, Dan, you think that if they take control of Congress, Republicans will do anything that will actually benefit the American people? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I appreciate the question. I included it myself. I just, I, I, all I can tell you is what I do know. You know, I, I remember philosophy in college. I think, therefore, I am where Descartes tried to get rid of all the things he couldn't prove and he came down to, I think, therefore I must be. I only want to tell you what I know. And what I know is this. Democrats are the cause of all your problems. Whether Republicans are the solution, we got to take that chance. I don't know. But if Democrats are the cause of all my problems, I at a minimum want to stop them. And that's why I'm voting. That's all I can tell you. But I am still long in the United States. That I mean every word of it. Hey, Dan. Why is it that so many politicians are lawyers at Brogy? Um, because lawyers are trained debaters and they're trained in arguing. Uh, and that's really one of the uh, components, I think, of politics that makes it kind of value added. It, it's, you know, skills that translate that kind of cross-pollinate. Uh, at Uranium92, hey, Dan, do you plan on buying an electric vehicle anytime soon? Uh, honestly, I was thinking about it because of the hurricanes down here. And sometimes it's tough to get gas if there's a really bad hurricane. We just had one in Ian. But until they clear up this, you know, fire situation, uh, I'm not, uh, no, I'm not considering it. Not anytime soon. All right. Henry Ultra Maga Man clearly follows me on social media. Hey, Dan, what is today's date? Who's the worst president of the United States? <laughs> today's date is October 21st, 2022. And Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. If you want to see what Henry Ultra Maga Man's talking about, follow me on True Social. And I'm also on Twitter at DeBongino and locals. You'll see what he means. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please don't miss my show, Unfiltered on Fox, tomorrow night at 9 p.m. The great Carrie Lake will be there. An exclusive Saturday interview with her, first time on the show. That is going to be absolute fire. And I got a segment on a little out of left field, but I hope you like it. A bunch of people who have a lot of money using this drug to lose weight and get in shape. Have you heard this story? We run stories like that once in a while on the show. And the rebuttal's back. Big, big argument, I'm sure, coming on my show about uh, the economy and everything. So don't miss the show tomorrow night, 9 p.m. unfiltered on Fox Saturday. I'll see you there. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.